Yes, yes, people. A little dirty south to start the week. Oh, people. Chin check. Looking back at the weekend, we had action, right? UFC fell to be dishonest. We had Terence Crawford, Kel Brook. We have shit to talk about, people. And Sunday's NFL. You know what I mean? There is definitely stuff to talk about, and we do. So, what are you going to do? Just sit back and listen, people. It's as simple as that. Let's get it popping. Okay, so week 10 in the NFL. Oh, man. Yo, some of these games were real good. Some, well, one in particular, not happy about. Not happy at all. But, you know what I mean? Look, I said it on Friday, and it was so. You know what I mean? Like, there was no way... Brady was going to have another terrible game. And the Bucks put in work. Oh, my gosh. They they took it to Carolina, man. They took it to Carolina. Woo. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? And, um, God damn it. Is it Ronald Jones in the third Yo, that was a killer return. That return was insane. That was nice, man. Yo, and Brady's passing. Yo, his passing was crisp today. You know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely a big one for um, the Buccaneers. You know what I mean? Um... Yo, so the Browns at Houston. Yo, that was... You know, I mean, the Browns really... Yeah, they did it. But, right, I, I think the the play that just... Man, the play that really just stood out. I've got to say, it's um, Deshaun Watson. That pass... In the, uh, damn, I don't know, I think it was in the third quarter, where he got tackled, he's going down, he tosses it up, and the receiver still, that was, that was ridiculous, you know what I mean, that was ridiculous, like, mad props for that shit, you know what I mean, and, um, alright, Fuck it. Let's get to it. Right? Washington, Detroit. Right? Now, the big thing, our coverage in that game was terrible. How many times did they pass it out and you had the receiver just completely wide open? Not just a little wide open, just no one, no one in the motherfucking vicinity, which was just, ugh, just pissed me off, man. But then, then you get it, you get it to a draw, right? It's 27 all, which is Crazy that the fact that you know it was able to get to that point, able to get that point, you stop the fucking play on the fourth. You stop the play on the fourth. Pass interference. Pass. No, roughing the part. That was it. Not pass interference. Roughing the passer, which. I mean, pass interference can get called on a little tiny, you know what I mean? But roughing a passer, what the fuck are you doing? It's full fucking down. Right? You've stopped. Why are you roughing the fucking 
apart. Like, ah, roughing the passer is such an irritating call because you're in, like everyone knows, like <laughs> you know, not to do it. So what the fuck? And that keeps Detroit in the. You know what I mean? Keeps them in. And then they, ah, just, it was just ridiculous. Just fucking ridiculous. I just think, fuck, the franchise is dead, man. Just fuck them. Gary, just relocate, sell the team, move it somewhere else. It just ain't happening. God damn it, it's fucking irritating. Right, so... Alright, Green Bay won, you know what I mean, Green Bay did win their game, you know, props, props to them for, uh, yeah, being able to do the thing and all of that, but, but, the big takeaway from that game, Joshua Jackson, the punter, no, That's the punt returner Sorry Joshua I'm saying J.K. Scott J.K. Scott Is a fucking Pussy What the Fuck son You know Like Jackson um, You know Jacksonville returned the ball Returned the ball And you just had the fucking punter To stop him the punter could have stopped him. That was the crazy thing. But he just kind of like ran up to him and then was just like, I'm not going to commit. <laughs> just, what the fuck was that? You are the last fucking player tackle the fucking runner, you bitch. Jesus Christ. That was just some... Pitiful shit. I I was just shocked when I saw that. If I was you know if I was Green Bay, I would beat that motherfucker. Yeah, look, they won, so it's all good. But what the fuck? Like, if you'd look, it's not the fact that he let the runner through, right? If he had ta- tried to tackle and a runner had got through, fine. Fine, fine. Didn't try. That's the thing. Motherfucker didn't try. That's what made it so shameful. God damn. Ugh. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, I probably went a little hard, but motherfucker needs to know. I mean, ain't no pussy putting around here, son. Okay, so, um, <laughs> Arizona Buffalo. Whoa, I think I picked that for one of the games of the week. I think I picked that. I can't remember to be honest, but I think I did. I think I did, right? That, that game. Jesus, man, it was insane, it was insane, because at the beginning, Cardinals couldn't seem to get a touchdown, they were just kicking, right, just kicking, and you're just like, alright, we see where this game is going, but then, you know what I mean? Then they hit a, they it looked like they hit their stride, right? So then they started scoring and everything was going good. But then they just got that interception, you know? And you're just thinking, oh no, this is a mess. But they stuck in there. They stuck in there and then they went ahead. And you're like, okay, okay. Alright, I didn't see this coming Right, Bills came back Bills came back late And it's just like Oh, do you know what I mean? They took the lead And I think there was what, like 35 seconds left 
35 seconds left. And the first couple of plays that um, Murray threw, it was like you were just like, he surely wants to get to the sidelines. What's happening here, man? And then I was like, a few seconds left. And he just, oh, my days, that Last second pass, and then the cat that was like the pass was ridiculous. But the fact that my man called it that was yo, that was something. That was something. Oh my god, that game, people. Woo, Cardinals Bills was ridiculous. Ridiculous. That was fucking ridiculous. Hats off to motherfucking Murray, man. God damn. Whew. Alright. So um Yeah, Raiders fucked up the Broncos, right? (laughs) Oh man, shit started slow, but then, yo, they just went on a tear. Oh my gosh, and the interceptions, they just didn't stop. Raiders were just on it, man. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so, um, ah, man, like Chargers, they just started a mess. You know what I mean? They started a mess, and it was just like. Oh, that was just tough. You know what I mean? It just got tough. Right? They were able to get it close, but Miami just stayed a little more consistent. You know, that was the thing there. So, you know, props to Miami. Right? Now, fucking Rams, right? Good damn the Rams. I, I think I picked the Rams... I forget shit, people. I think I did, though. But, yo, the Rams, man. Yo, they just... Man, hats off to the Rams for taking it to the Seahawks, right? That was pretty big. I was impressed. I like that shit, man. They just had a big week. Had a big week... Killed it with the interceptions and the hustle. That was the thing. They hustled. Man. That, yeah. That, yeah. Props to the Rams. Props to the Rams. Um, Patriots, right? Now, that was the Patriots we, we just haven't seen in a good-ass while. You know, they, they really... Ah, yeah, they kind of did their thing. And it's crazy because it's not like there was a lot in it, right? It's not a lot in it, but they just, man, they played hard. They played hard. They had some great plays, some real great plays, right? But it was just, they just had that little Edge to them that we just haven't seen of late, you know. So, yeah, I don't even know, man. They're four and five, so yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do shit this season, but you know, what I mean, because it, it, it would have just been weird for them just to completely implode. So, you know, it was kind of good to see. You know what I mean? Kind of good to see. Now, uh, 49ers Saints, right? So, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. 
49ers, like, they started well, but then the Saints seemed to take over. But props to the 49ers try to fight back. They tried to do a thing, but, yeah, the Saints just... Saints weren't having it. <laughs> I mean, the Saints were just like, get the fuck down. What are, what are you doing? Shut the fuck up. Sit back in the corner, motherfucker. <laughs> ah, oh, shit. But, yeah, still, though. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, Giants beat the Eagles. I... I don't even know what I said about that game, but, you know, I don't really care. So, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Now, the one that was just like, oh, goddamn Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Man, Big Ben still got that killer instinct. Oh, he aired it out. Motherfucker aired it out. Man, the Steelers are looking good this season. You know what I mean? Steelers are looking good. Whew. Good damn it. Nine and motherfucking oh. That's what I like to see, people. That's what I like to see. Urgh. Now, it's just like, I think they're going to win next week, you know? So, um, yeah, it's a good game. Good, well, <laughs> not for the Bengals. <laughs> but, yeah, fuck, Steelers were good. Man, so um, now it's just about the, the Bears-Vikings. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we'll see what happens in that game. But, you know what I mean? Some good games. Some fun games. And um, Washington need to just fucking quit. Motherfuckers. Man, so Terrence Crawford went up against Kell Brook. And um, I guess, like, the big thing, really, coming into this fight was, has Kell still got it? You know what I mean? Like... After the eye injury and everything like that, yeah, people wondered, has Brooke still got it? And listen, you know what I mean? Brooke is, Brooke is tough. Like, Brooke is a great boxer. You know, he, he's won titles. He's, you know what I mean? He's done things people didn't think he was going to do. Like, I like Kel Brooke. But coming into this fight, you know what I mean? Coming into this fight, it was like, I don't even know. I do, mm, man, I just, you just always thought that Crawford would just have that edge. You know what I mean? He would, like, he's, you know what I mean? Like, He's unbeaten. Like, he's unbeaten for a reason. And it's insane the fact that people want to doubt him all the time. I'm like, how the fuck are you doubting Crawford? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Right? It is some real baffling, weird shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it was just a bit like, all right. I, I you know, what I mean? when it, when's Crawford gonna land? Right? And look, we saw Crawford against Khan, Amir Khan, right? And look, Brooke, I feel, is a better fighter than Khan, but. I think the thing is, it's he he beat Khan pretty handily. And, you know, Brook at this stage of his career, it just didn't really seem like it was going to ever go any way. That I thought one of the funniest things was, it was just all the talk at the beginning, 
right? You had the commentators be like, um, oh, so, uh, yeah, Kel, Kel Brook, you know, he's, he, ah, oh, he's doing really well, he's winning the fight, he's winning the fight, yo, this is really interesting, but that was after, you know, I mean, they'd started the fight saying that Crawford starts slow, and we know he starts slow, so, you know, like, those first three rounds, you just have to kind of be like, whatever, whatever, now, I think, the big difference is, I think, if someone had really taken it to Crawford, had him on the ropes, was just, you know, just tagging him constantly, then, I feel, then you can be like, oh my god, what's happening in this fight, blah, 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 but that wasn't happening, now, Brooke, he was doing well with the jab, you know, he's putting the jab out there, he was working a jab, but not throwing a lot of combinations, you know, and when Crawford came with it, he came with combinations, you know, now, I would say, yeah, for sure, Brooke won those early rounds, definitely won those early rounds, but I think what we saw was there was a difference to when Crawford landed, you know what I mean, he had that stiffer shot, so it was, it just seemed like it was a matter of time before he landed a big, a real big shot, so that's what the, the litmus test was gonna be, how would Brooke be after one of those shots, and um, yeah, Crawford just hit that big right in the, in the fourth, and damn, Brooke just, that was kind of it, it was done after that first one, because, yo, he got rocked, you know, he took that standing eight, and, um, you know, like, the fight went on, for sure, and, and, like, you can't go, oh, they shouldn't have let that fight go on, because Brooke, he came out, and he, Kirini held it together, but, I mean, practically speaking, like, because as soon as he got hit again, you know, you could see that the effect of that first right, it wasn't gone, you know what I mean, so, um, yeah, Crawford just poured it on, poured it on him, and props to Mark Steele for stopping that fight, I think some people might have let it go on a bit longer, and hey, that fight stopped at the right moment because yeah, Brooke was Brooke was done, you know, and his heart would have just kept him kept him there taking damage, and you do not need to do that. So uh, you know, what I mean, hey, Crawford is just man, that power is something. You know what I mean? So I think it, it, it's now just a case of, um, yeah, the real fight's getting made. You know? The real fight's getting made. It was kind of funny after the fight, and Bob Arum is like just talking how, oh, this person's ducking and blah, blah, blah. When Arum isn't exactly the um, <laughs> most legit. At um, organising fights and stuff So, you know, it is what it is But yeah, that's the issue with boxing But hopefully, you know, we will see him I don't know, fighting either Spence Or, um, you know, whoever prevails In that uh, fight with um, Garcia You know like, Danny Garcia is, is no joke, right, so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, if, um, yeah, if the truth, <laughs> you know, can prevail, but either way, you know, whether it's Spence or Garcia, that's gonna be a good fucking fight, you know, now, you know, Spence 
that then we get two unbeaten cats going at it. But then if Garcia bins, then you know, I mean, Garcia was the one. But yeah, I I guess we just have to wait and um, yeah, till whoosh, beginning of December, and then we'll find out, people. So um, yeah, that's what it is. But a good win for Crawford. Okay, so UFC on ESPN plus 41. Felder v. Dos Anjos is done. And, um, yo, this was, man, this was a crazy ass event. It really was. You know, we had, um, Brendan Fitzgerald, Michael Bisbin on the table, Buffer doing his thing. Now, we were meant to have 11 fights. Well, we were meant to have 12. But we lost some fights, right? So, we lost the um, Julian Marquardt, Saparab Safarov fight, right? But that was the day before. We lost that on Friday due to weight cut issues. And we're like, okay. Then... When um, people hit the scales, we had people come in heavy. You know what I mean? It was like Louis Smoker came in heavy. Eric Anders came in heavy. But though it was a pound and a half. So those fights were still going to go ahead. And we're like, okay. I mean, um, another one came in heavy. Like... Abdul Razak Al-Hazan came in heavy, but he still made his fight. Now, then the day of, right? So a few hours before, I'd heard that Eric Anders had pulled out, right? So you're thinking, okay, all right, we're 10 fights. Then when the motherfucking card starts, you hear that Smoker has pulled out. And it's like, what the Fuck. It's not good. Really not good. And um it did get addressed. Did get addressed, which I was very pleased about. But what we did get, we got some interesting fights. Now, some fights did not go how I expected. They really didn't. I have to say there was probably a robbery. I mean, uh, robbery is a bit hard. But one fight, yeah, the judges were a little bit weird tonight. The judges were a little bit weird. But um, so it all started in the heavyweight division. We had Dontal Mays against Rock Martinez. And, um, you know, both were coming off losses. So, you know, they wanted to put on a good impression. And this fight, I have to say, Mays, he came out and looked super sharp in that first round. Super sharp. Putting together combinations, really good movement. He looked legit. Right? Now, the next two rounds, he made it a lot harder than it needed to be. And I don't, it's hard to tell why, right? I think you could see he he had got tired. Come the third round, he was definitely tired. And Martinez was pushing forward, which is kind of funny. Because when you look at the physiques, you know, Mays... He's the one that looked like he was in far better shape. So you're like, wait, what? That's weird. Right? So, um, yeah, come the second and third, he wasn't using his range. And he stopped throwing as many combinations, which allowed Martinez to get in a lot more. And come close a good few times with some heavy shots. Now, the thing that did help Mays, he had a good step in knee. And, um, yeah, he was landing that 
real well. You know, that, that worked out to be a big part of the difference in the fight, I would say. So, um, Maze did win the fight, but, yeah, made it a lot harder. A lot harder than you kind of felt it should be. Because in that first round, it look, it really did look like with continued pressure, right, he could have got that fight stopped. That's what it was looking like in the first. But, um, yeah. And it does go to show, right? The fighters that use their range, oh, they are very far and few between. You know, which is crazy. Really is crazy. But, um, yeah, there you go, people. So um, then we drop down to the welterweight division. And we had Alex Morano against Reese McKee. Now, again, both were coming off. Ooh, real quick, real nasty um, finishes in their previous fights. So you could see that, you know, they wanted to uh, come out on a better foot, right? Now, I think what we saw in this fight was... One fight was, one fighter came in more composed than the other. Now, not to say that, um, you know, McKee was, like, he wasn't bad. But I kind of feel he was so eager, so eager to get the fight back from his um, Chimave outing. On Fight Island. That. He just. He didn't set anything. Right. He was swinging. He was off balance a lot. And his chin was just. In the air. In the air to get hit. And Morano. Oh he hit that chin. Right. He couldn't miss. With the right. Every time he threw it, it landed. And um, you could see the difference because Morano, he seemed to sit on all his punches. He was landing heavy shots, real heavy shots, putting together combos, you know what I mean? And McKee was just winging. He was winging all the time. Like, he really wanted to get... And he landed shots, landed shots, but there wasn't a lot of sting behind them, you know, wasn't a lot of sting behind them, and you could see the difference in the impact, like Morano, it looked like he had stunned McKee on a good few occasions, what was interesting as well, McKee didn't try for he didn't try and mix it up at all, right, which, I mean, it, 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 it's something that you would expect, you know what I mean, if things aren't going your way, mix it up, you know, and we know that McGee has got jujitsu, right, but he, he didn't go for any, any takedowns, didn't go for any at all, Yo, he just tried to march forward and just left himself exposed a lot, right? So, with all the pressure, the combinations and everything like that, in the third round, Morano also landed, ugh, I think, three takedowns, you know what I mean? Ended around on top, landing ground and pound. It, it was, yeah... Always a Murano fight, right? That was a big thing. And you saw glimpses in McGee. Uh, he just needs to, you know what I mean? I think come in a bit more centered, have, have alternative game plans. You know, I, I think that's the big thing for McGee. Because once he gets comfortable... I think we're going to see something 
something pretty good from him. But yeah, he just needs to get in there and be comfy, man. That's the big thing. All right, so our next fight was at Bantamweight. And we had uh, Geraldo de Freitas against Tony Gravely. Now, the thing with this fight, I think what we saw was someone that didn't change their game plan, went to the well way too many times. Now, before this fight, you know, looking at it on paper, I thought that the Freitas... Yo, he he had the advantage with the jiu-jitsu. You know what I mean? That's what it looked like. Now, come the fight, the Freitas was... Oh, he was landing real well on the feet. Really well on the feet. Problem was, he, he couldn't really stuff a takedown. Right? Gravely kept on taking the Freitas down. And then when on the ground, uh, like, he couldn't do anything, right? I don't, uh, I can't really recall seeing the freighters really go for a lot, you know? I, I don't recall him, like, trying for triangles or just much, really. And then what was crazy so the freighters had gone for a takedown but gravely just powered powered on top you know and you're thinking oh gravely just got that wrestling strength man you ain't gonna get him down like that but the freighters kept on trying it it was weird, right? Because you're thinking, okay, you, you to get Gravely down, I think you would probably need to come in with punches, come in with punches, kicks. When he's expecting some more, you change levels, boom, hit a double leg, get him down. You can't get him down with like a hit toss or a trip, because he was just able to, you know what I mean, readjust his weight, and use his strength to always, always end up on top, but yeah, the freighters just kept on trying that same way, even though it kept on failing, it was baffling, it really was, like, it made no sense, you know, and especially when the freighters wasn't doing bad on the feet a lot of the times, you'd be like, wait, why did you go for a takedown, yo, what are you doing, but you, we cannot take anything away from Gravely though, he, he put together a great performance, you know, he just dominated really, you know, uh, yeah, Gravely, Gravity showed a lot in this fight. Like, his hands were decent. He's, uh, yeah, his wrestling was top-notch. And he was able to stuff every takedown attempt, you know, and reverse it. Yeah. Definitely Gravely um, showed the division something tonight. So... Because of the, the just the changing of the card and everything like that, our headliner of the prelims was Randomarco against Kanaka Morata, you know, who was making her UFC debut. Now I have to say Marcos, you know, she she was doing a lot of the right things, like she lowered her stance. To make it difficult for Murata to, you know, I mean, shoot in. I she was and she was, you know, she's firing out the jab. Yeah, you could see that she she'd thought about it. She'd studied tape. Thing was, yeah, she just there's no stopping Murata. 
Murata, you know what I mean? She she ate some jabs, right? Fired out her own. Like her own stand-up wasn't bad at all, really. But yeah, she got inside, and once she got inside and got a hold of Marcos, man, you know what I mean they just see no stopping her. You know, and it's that follow through, right? You don't get the first, you just keep pushing, follow through, and you get the takedown. And so this is the thing, right? So once she got Marcus down, that was pretty much it. She was able just to dominate with the top pressure, landing crown and pound. Oh, some vicious elbows. Some real vicious elbows, you know, and um, looking for submissions, you know, second round, um, Marcos, you know, she did a better job of keeping it up, right, so for about a half the round, it was a stand-up fight, but, you know what I mean, Murata was eventually able to get it to the ground, and once she did, yeah, she was just in control. Third round, like, she, Murata was just throwing so many feints. Marcus didn't know what the fuck was happening. And, um, yeah, Murata gets the takedown. Now, there was a point where it looks like Murata had got the tap from a real tight darts. Really did. But, um... Uh, the referee didn't see, and um, yeah, but then Murata um, released the hold and went on to other shit. She uh, yeah dropped some more vicious ground a pound though. So boy, it was a really good win for uh, for Murata there. You know, it's gonna be interesting how she does. Um, in this division, though, because, yeah, uh, she's going to be um, the shoulder fighter a lot, and she's going to come off on the poor side of the reach argument a lot. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what she can do, you know, but, um, hey, good fight, good fight. And that leads us into the main card, people. Okay, so the main card started. Look, it was always going to be a fun fight, right? So, um, Kay Hansen against Corey McKenna in um, the strawweight division. You know what I mean? Both 21, both fresh in the game. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what's wrong with me, though. Like... In my, for some reason, in my head, McKenna was real short. <laughs> like, she was taller than fucking Henson. I'm just like, what, how, what is wrong with me? Man. But, that, it was a fun game. Listen, I won't call it a robbery. But, I definitely had Hanson winning that game. Right? I think. Mean, Anton got the takedowns, she had control, you know what I mean, like, I, yeah, it was it was weird, now, I kind of feel that the reason they gave McKenna the game, was McKenna hit the hardest, and, yeah, look, she landed, she landed good shots, you know, she landed good shots. I'd, I'd asked Ian Parker the question if her um, reach, you know I mean, her little arms might be a factor. But, yo, she she did land some real good friggin' shots. Now, it, like, Anton hasn't got the best boxing, but it's definitely, we've definitely seen the improvements over the last few um Fights, right? And Hanson is just tough. There ain't no uh, denying that. But yeah, I think it's because McKenna had the heavier hands, but we didn't ever see her 
stun Hansen, you know, and I think that's when it should play in, right, if you are stunning your opponent all the time, yes, but if you're just landing a shot, no, you mean, like, there's, there's people that have hit hard, but not just as talented, so if if you've got a fight and someone is hitting hard, but the other person is putting in more work, the person putting in more work, getting control time, they're the ones that win. Like it, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit crazy. But as I said, look, it was a close, it was a close fun fight. So yeah, I I won't say it was a robbery, but. Mm, yeah, I just had it the other way, you know, I mean, that's, that's all I will say on that, because, you know, there ain't no, uh, denying McKenna, like, she's good, you know, and so, then we go, man, we had that, our catchweight middleweight fight, Sean Strickland against Brendan Allen, and this was one of those fights that I kind of mentioned, you know, he, like, didn't go anywhere near where you thought it might go, right, because I think the big thing with this was, um, Strickland turning around so quickly, and the fact he'd been out, right, I understand why he turned it around, but, you know, not fighting for so long, you kind of thought, oh, well, is there gonna be, some rust there, you know, especially with Brendan Allen being so good on the ground, you know, can, can Strickland fight that off, but I don't think Allen went for one takedown, that was the crazy thing about this fight, you know, uh, now, Strickland's hands were ridiculous, he was so fucking sharp and crisp, and he just walked down Allen. That was a crazy thing. He walked him down, and he was just throwing. And what it was, he wasn't trying to load up for some big crazy punches or anything like that. He was just pouring it on, just pour. It was the accumulation. Of shots that was just wearing on Allen. It was crazy, man. It, it really was. You know? I mean... Mm, yeah, I... Okay, so Strickland did... I Allen did try a takedown, but... You know... Strickland just fought all of that shit off, right? And, um... Strickland was the one that got the trip takedown in the foot, and it was a real good trip takedown, you know, um, and you did, like, that was the thing, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect Strickland to, um, be trying for the takedown, so that was a crazy thing, but, yeah, he just put in work, man, now, Alan did land, he landed a real heavy left, um, but it was mainly Strickland, and he, towards the end of that first round, the front kick that hit Allen on the chin, that was just, whoo, okay, <laughs> like, Allen came out fast in the second, right, but Strickland just, you know, I mean, he just stayed steady, and he was just throwing, he just didn't stop, and it was the combinations, you know, it was the combinations, right, he nearly put Allen down early on in that second, and then he just stayed on him, pouring it on, you know, landed a short left that rocked Allen, and he followed it up, you know, put him down, and then landed some heavy ground and pound before Herb Dean just, whew, Jumped in and stopped that fight. It was a superb display by Strickland. It really was. Like, super impressive. 
So, um, yeah, we then had, um, it was a, a night of the ladies' strawweights, right? We had um, three strawweight fights with the ladies. So our last one was Ashley Yoda against Miranda Granger. And, um, yeah, Granger was making her, um, well, I mean, not her debut, right? But she's newish. You know, if you think about it, she's kind of, that was just her third fight in the UFC. So, yeah, it's pretty, um, you know, like, it's pretty good. Like, she's scrappy. You know, she is real scrappy. But you kind of felt that Yoda, Yoda was probably going to have the advantage on the ground. You know, his Yoda's probably got the more of the submission wins and everything like that, right? And um, it was a little scrappy. You know, ain't gonna lie. It, the first two rounds were definitely kind of scrappy, kind of a bit all over. Like, I think no one was really sitting down on everything and everyone was just rushing and it was a bit flaily, flaily. Now, not to say that they both weren't trying, because they both definitely were trying. You know, Yoda was getting takedowns. She wasn't necessarily throwing a lot from those takedowns. But it kind of all changed in the third, though, right? Because, um, you know, I think Granger, she was landing some good leg kicks. But then Yoda got the takedown, and th- this time she really kind of came with the crown and pound. Yo, know, I, I don't know what what changed with her, but yeah, she really came with the ground and pound in this round. Yo, know, was trying for a rear naked, couldn't get that. Just went back, just pouring it on. You know, so. Whew. Man, it was it was the best round for um Yoda, you know, and, and I think it really kind of really showed something there. Because before that, yeah, as I was saying, look, it's a little scrappy, a little all over the place, but I think the third kind of that's where it was at. So you know, I think Yoda had that fight and she won it, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was an interesting scrap. Now, the co-main event, right? Who, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan against Chaos Williams. Both. Both with, uh, you know what I mean, handy with that first round of knockout. Just bringing that, ooh, crazy energy. And just, uh, you know what I mean, like... When they got in the cage, the stairs downs. Oh man, it was intense. Was real friggin' intense. And uh, this fight. Oh my god. Right? Oh my god. So, starts out. Williams, he lands a couple of heavy kicks. Heavy leg kicks. And um, Al-Hassan, he's like, oh, you know what? I can do that too. So he hits one, right? But then, um, you know, Williams is just like, okay, okay. (gasps) Boom! Just uncaught with a huge left. Literally, the first fucking punch he threw was just down the middle, just through... Al-Hassan's guard, and Al-Hassan went limp, oh man, he went limp, it was so fast, right, so fast that the ref was just like, what, and he's running to stop the fight, Williams going one more before he could just get there and be like, no. It was fucking brutal. 
And now Hazan was just out for a, a couple of minutes or something. It was like he went limp. It was brutal. Real fucking brutal, man. God damn, Chaos Williams is no joke. We have seen some... We have seen some nasty fucking knockouts of late. People just, man, getting sparked. You know what I mean? So, man, I just hope, like, you know what I mean? Al Hazan, he got up, he was walking, it was good. But out once that, when that shit happens, they go to the, the PI, get their shit checked, because, damn. But this that was a killer way to lead us into the main event, though. Oh, my gosh. And listen, I think we've spoken so much about this main event, right? Paul Felder, five days notice. Five days notice, which is crazy, right? Straight crazy. And... I mean, it shows a lot. There's a lot of people will say, I take any fight, any time. But then when people call them out or the, you know, there is a situation, they're nowhere to be seen. <laughs> and listen, look, take the fights that make sense to you. You know what I mean? That's fine. Ain't got a problem with that. But if you're talking all this shit, if you're saying how much of a badass you are, like all the people who are now calling out, you know, Kamzat, you know I mean, all the people who are calling him out weeks after, weeks after it was announced he had a fight, you know, it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I mean, these people were quiet, quiet, while he's shouting for fights. Calling people out, but once he had a fight, Yuri, then they start talking, but not even like as soon as it gets um made, because then you could be like, oh, I didn't even know, I need, I look, I wasn't online, I didn't see, I just wanted to, you know what I mean? I just thought, fuck it, but no, they do it weeks after. So, like, there's no not knowing motherfuckers got a fight booked. You know what I mean? So it's weird. And there's a lot of those people. So Paul Felder, him stepping up, you know what I mean? Like, listen, that's just straight up fucking dragon heart right there, people. And, um, you know, Dosanjo's for taking the fight. Because it's a different fight. He's preparing for Machavez, you know what I mean? Who's a grappler. It's a different fight. And man, I have to say, Dosonios had the he had the the just the smartest game plan. Right? Just get Felder on the fence. Green just work him on the fence, lean on him, then just go for the takedown. Didn't get all the takedowns, but you're draining him. You know, because look, Felder training for a triathlon, right? So you know the cardio is good, but it's a different sort of thing. You know, it's like when you have runners. You know, who would be like, yo, I do math and some, and then they go swimming and they are tired real quick because it's a different sort of exercise, right? You're, you're working in a different way. So fighting off all of these takedowns, that's going to drain you. But Felder, mad props for Felder because, I mean, he stayed in it, and look, he, he, he was, he got up a lot of the time, like, for a lot of the time, he got up real quick, you know, there was the odd occasion where Dasanyos was able to hold him for a bit, but Felder got up pretty quick, you know, and, um, when it was in the middle, Felder was throwing, 
Felder was throwing and he landed some good shots. There is no denying that. He landed some real good shots. It, 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 Felder made it a fight, right? Felder made it a fight. And I liked the corner because Duke Rufus, look, he was mad honest. He was there motivating him. And he was like, yo, when it came to the fifth, he was like, you, you'll need a stoppage, right? But you can do it. And, and Felder tried. Felder fucking tried. There was so much heart in that fucking ring that night, man. That was a great fight. It was a fun fucking fight. You know, it wasn't Usman Masterval. You know what I mean? Where Usman just, like, you know what I mean? Masterval, he, like, and again, Masterval tried for real. But Usman, he was just able to grind that shit out. Like, here, Felder was, you know what I mean? He was able to get back up and he was throwing. You know what I mean? It, it was a scrap. It was a scrap. Now, RDA, he won. He clearly won. Like, it was insane that one judge, <laughs> one judge gave it to Felder because, look, you, you can't not love Felder. Felder is a fucking beast, but he did not win that fight. Right? He did not win that fight. So the fact one judge gave it to him, you're just like, no. Like, what are you doing? That's bad. That's bad fucking, you know what I mean, judging. And the commission should, now they won't, but they should fucking talk to my man. You know what I mean? It's insane. Insane. And the thing I loved the most, like, it was a great fight and all of that, but Felder, when he was talking to Bisbing, you know, it, it, it was just like, listen, on Thursday, I had to drop, like, this weight. I think he was like, yo, I was 78, and I dropped all of this weight, and I made a thing. I was good. I said I'm going to weigh him first, and I wasn't going to miss weight. So all of you other people that missed... Get your shit together. I agree. Like, you can see that, you know, Felder didn't, at first he didn't want to swear. He's like, get your stuff together, people. Get your stuff together. And it was just like, yeah, get your shit together. What are you doing? And yeah, I it had to be said. Because if he can do that on five fucking days' notice, do you know what I mean? If he can do that, drop all that weight, and get and get to he weighed in at what a hundred and fifty five point three, and then you had other people that look. I know Eric Anders took the fight on kind of short notice, like it wasn't a full camp, but still, like, and I know one and a half pounds isn't a huge amount, but you should make weight. Like, there's no excuses, man. It, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. And then everyone, apart from Al-Hassan, who missed weight, then just pulls out of their fights? <sighs> Craziness, man. Craziness. But, yeah, Felder showed, you know what I mean? He showed you how to do this, son. But it was a great fight. I enjoyed the card. And, um, you know, I think the bonuses, yeah, like, Sean Strickland got a performance of the night, no doubt. Chaos Williams got one, no doubt. And uh, Felder Dasanyas got fight of the night. Straight people. Like, you can't knock any of those. You know what I mean? All makes sense, but um, yeah, that was fun, and uh, you know what I mean. Then we look ahead to uh, UFC two fifty five. <laughs> it just keeps on keeping on, people. So yeah, we will look ahead to that, and then Invicta the day before. Man, it's gonna be a good week. 
Okay, so we got a little bit of fight news, people, before we end this week. Alright, so on the 5th of December, Gabriel Benitez will be stepping in there with Justin Janus. So that's gonna be fun. Um also on the fifth, so you know what I mean like at one point it looked like Beth Car- 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 Beth Carrera she had left the USC, but then all of a sudden she's back for one more, right? So this fight is um her last fight. She's retiring after this. And um, yeah, on the fifth, she's going up against uh, Yayan Wu. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Can Kahesh go out on a win, or um, does Wu get the big win to propel her career? Hmm. So on the nineteenth, which is already a good card, right? Unfortunately, Sean Brady is out of his fight with Bahal Muhammad, and that was that was gonna be a fun friggin' fight. But we still got a good fight, people, because Diego Lima is stepping in. Ho oh, ho ho! You know what I mean? It's still gonna be a war in there, man. All right, so then we jump to February. So on the sixth, um, Alice Kabab Kariviv uh, is um, making his UFC debut against Wellington Truman. So um, you know what I mean? We'll see what happens with that. And on the twentieth of February, we get the rebooking of Yaina. Yana cuts Yana against Caitlin Vieira. So um yeah, there we go, people. That is it for Monday. We will be back on Wednesday to uh, look ahead to UFC 255 and Invicta 43. Oh, and we've also got submission underground on the side. Yo, that is a oh, that's gonna be a fun friggin' weekend, people. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh shit! All right, until then, people. Oh, contender, the last contender tomorrow. Man, some fun shit ahead. All right, catch you on Wednesday. Peace.